On today's show, we've got news on when Jeep will replace the Cherokee and Grand Cherokee. We'll tell you how you can buy a Volkswagen XL1, and we'll tell you which are the most efficient and the least efficient electric cars. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the automotive industry. Ford is getting ready to start building the Ranger pickup truck in the Michigan assembly plant. To celebrate the return of the truck to the American market, Ford invited 3,000 factory workers to take rides in a custom-built off-road course that they made in the plant's parking lot. And during that event, Ford once again criticized President Trump's import tariffs. Joe Henricks, the company's president, said U.S. steel prices are now more expensive than in any other market. Last month, CEO Jim Hackett said that the tariffs will cost the company a billion dollars in profits. Ford started complaining about raw material prices long before Trump instituted the tariffs. And it's kind of odd that other automakers really haven't said much about it. Well, we've got some good intel from Auto Forecast Solutions on when FCA is going to redesign the Jeep Cherokee and Grand Cherokee. The current Grand Cherokee will end production in April of 2021 and will get replaced shortly thereafter. The next generation Cherokee is scheduled to go into production in January of 2022. Nissan is showing off the new Maxima, which will make its debut at the LA Auto Show next month. As you can see, the styling is pretty similar to the current model, although it does appear sleeker and the headlights have been updated. The company didn't reveal many other details other than it will now be available with new driver assist technology and it goes on sale in December. Hey, we're going to be talking about the most efficient electric car and the least efficient one right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems, and by ExxonMobil. Well, this is kind of curious. Dyson, the company most famous for its vacuum cleaners, just announced it will build its first electric cars at an assembly plant in Singapore. They should roll off the line in 2021. But that's an odd choice. No one else makes cars in that landlocked city-state. But Dyson already has a manufacturing site in Singapore that makes digital motors, so it is familiar with the area. Plus, Singapore has the world's second largest container port, plenty of technology talent, strong intellectual property protections, and a free trade agreement with China. We all know how to measure the efficiency of vehicles with internal combustion engines. We just look at how many miles per gallon they get. But how do you measure the efficiency of electric cars? Well, the EPA does have a measure. It looks at how many kilowatt hours of electricity that you will use to drive 100 miles. And by that measure, the Hyundai Ioniq EV is the most efficient electric on the market. It only uses 25 kilowatt hours to drive 100 miles. The base Model 3 from Tesla is the next with 26 kilowatt hours. But Tesla also makes the least efficient EV. And that's the Model X with the large P100D battery pack. You know, the one that can run in ludicrous mode. It uses 40 kilowatt hours to drive 100 miles. We're going to post the entire list of EVs 
and how efficient they are on Instagram. To get that list, all you have to do is get on Instagram and search for the AutoLine Network. Coming up next, it has been in production for months, but we're only now learning about some of the new brake technology used in the Chevrolet Silverado. ExxonMobil's advanced air barrier technology can help keep tires inflated longer and save 1 billion gallons of fuel per year. Watch the full video at butylrubber.com. Strength from the inside out. Automakers like to keep their new technology kind of secret, even after a vehicle has already been in production. That's why we're only now learning that the new Chevrolet Silverado is using a vacuumless brake booster. It's made by ZF, and GM kept the lid on this until now. It's called the IBC, or Integrated Brake Control System, and it incorporates the Electronic Stability Control System, along with the vacuum booster, and the associated cables and sensors and switchers and electronic controllers and vacuum pumps. So, not only does it free up a lot of real estate under the hood, it doesn't need vacuum generated by the engine, so it improves fuel efficiency and reduces CO2 emissions. Say, do you remember Volkswagen's uber-efficient car, the XL1? It's the space-age looking vehicle that boasted a whopping 261 miles per gallon on the old European test cycle, and it has a curb weight under 2,000 pounds thanks to extensive use of lightweight materials. Only 250 of them were ever made, with prices ranging between $150,000 and $170,000. But now you can get your hands on one of them. An XL1 with just 79 miles on the odometer is going up for auction in the UK. It seems like the car has held its value pretty well. It's expected to fetch somewhere between $120,000 and $150,000. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow.